Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning, everybody. Nice to see y'all. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Backroom, you usually do it in unison. Morning. <laughs> Good morning. Everybody's off. It's like a Tuesday back there. I mean, it's Thursday, October 12th. Uh, Well, been here 10, 12 minutes. You haven't noticed anything different, have you? Your hair? Thank you, Sissini. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? It's tighter and shorter on the sides. Tanya, I got a very tight fade on the a sides. Lot. Yeah, very I tight. Watched, I was watching that David Beckham documentary, mm-hmm. and I liked his cut. Uh-huh. But This isn't his cut, but it inspired me to get a haircut. And so I did that last night for this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really, the I have three of the same looks. There's just a little tighter, a little longer. A little tighter, a little curlier. I like a you know? tighter fade. Hey, can I tell you something? So um, he just walked out, so I'm going to tell you. Who here do you think takes all the stuff from the hotel we stay in at the iHeartRadio Music Festival? I just found a bunch of pens from Aria in Tubbs's <laughs> cup. Okay, well, first of all, he probably just cleans the area and just puts it all in his bag. He literally has a coffee cup full of four pens from Aria from when we stay at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Four is excessive. But that means he had to collect them. There's <laughs> one in the room. Yeah, there's He one. actually had to go and find... Replace ex- oh, here he comes. Where'd you find... Where'd you get all these pens? Where's that one? You also have a Sky Villa pen. Where'd you get that? Uh, high roller. 
Belinda gave them to me. Oh, Belinda. Blame Belinda. See? No, but you always chew on your pen, so you can't just give you one pen. You have to have multiples because you just what chew What is on. that about? I do chew on my glasses. Sissy, do you chew on your, gla- like your glasses? I, I will, glasses. yeah. Oral fixation. Do put, I don't know. Why do we as human beings put the tip of our glass frames into our mouth? I see people do all the time mm-hmm. when they're thinking. It makes me think I'm thinking better. Yeah. And you don't want to have like all the bite marks on there because then that's gross. It's gross, but I got them. I've got them. And I do. I chew on the pens. Chew on the pens. So it starts with pens. Then you're chewing on robes and towels, the coffee maker. It's just be careful. It's a slippery slope. (laughs) It's a thing, though, because uh, Aza, who's five, chews on everything. I'm always on her. I was like, take the bracelet out of your mouth. But Maxon doesn't chew on stuff. So it's just you're born with it. I did. I chewed on ice for years, mm. especially when I would travel on a plane and you chew on it for hours and I cracked it too. It's like a soothing thing almost. I, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> so anyway, good morning. We're going to try and be your thing today. Seacrest with you. We got sunshine and highs around 80, 90. It's going to be warm inland. Today's uh, Thursday, so we're paying your bills all day. And yeah. today's Thursday, so we have a Ryan's Roses at 740. And while she was getting ready for dinner... He disappeared. A trip to celebrate the anniversary, getting ready for dinner. He disappeared. Find out where she found him and what she thinks it means. Aww. I do always struggle with like what to do when someone else is getting ready. Like, I need to occupy myself with something. Like, watch something, walk somewhere. Yeah. How I hard is it? I've learned to not rush anyone. Yeah. And I also have learned to delicately ask how much time it's going to take to get ready to someone else. <laughs> Yeah, asking for ETA is not bad. But, you know, you can be taken the wrong way. If I say, how long is it going to take you? It's not the right way to do it. Or time it differently. Give them the head start to get ready, and then well, you no. start getting ready towards the end of them getting ready. What, what I say now is, again, this is a life's long journey of learning. Mm-hmm. But what I say now is, so, we're going to grab dinner tonight at 5.30. What time would you like to get ready? How's that? <laughs> Good, Mark. Right, a little passive aggressive. Well, we're, or what did you say? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave at five twenty eight. It's a close restaurant, apparently. We're gonna leave five twenty. We're gonna leave at five fifteen. Just heads up, or just say just a heads up. We're leave five fifteen. So, Sissy, you're in your new neighborhood. I it love is it. Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Are they into Halloween like you are? So, are they decorating? Yeah, my street. Finally, I'm on a street that gets trick or treaters. And before the pandemic, this my street was one of those streets that like would they would put cones up and, and shut it down. Essentially, it almost turned into like a block party. Right, I love that. I love it too. But then the pandemic hit, and obviously for obvious reasons, it didn't kind of have that same vibe. But now. We, it's, it's almost like we're reviving the enthusiasm to bring it back. You mean your your family spearheading? Because on October first, we put up Mr. Skelly, the twelve foot skeleton, on which our, I saw on the news. That's a popular thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's sold out. And so we put him up on the front lawn, and like I told you, all the whole neighborhood came out to like greet him and take pictures with him. And he's like literally the talk of the street. Like random people come up and take pictures with the skeleton. <laughs> And I, we've met most of our neighbors and everyone's so excited for Halloween. They literally said, we're going to have a potluck and let's have, let's try to basically give, get back that spirit of like, you know, 
shutting down the street and having a block party, well, essentially. Community and celebrating. So yes. together, especially for families with kids who want to go trick-or-treating. Exactly. So it's looking like that. that's what we're going to do. And so we've organized, like we all have a roster with all of our names and numbers and everyone's going to figure out what potluck everyone's going to bring. You and- know, I was wondering, I, I've not seen so much pep in your step in a long time. I was wondering why you were having, you know, all of this happiness. And it's because you're spearheading Halloween. I, it's that I'm, neighborhood. I'm also low-key panicking of like what dish I make a potluck for Halloween what is your go-to potluck dish I don't I don't know that I have one M- mine's nine layer dip but is that okay to serve yeah that's really your good. go-to for yeah. everything I honestly I don't hate it, it right respect it's not a thank you it's a not hate dish no I know but I'm just saying that's like your move for everything that's good that's dip. honestly good I think I might steal that I've never actually met someone and I stack it so you see the different <laughs> levels and layers so you, it looked like if you were to look at the Earth's crust, you know, you'd see the different levels of sediment. That's what? like the bean. What are the nine layers? So what's well, beans? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very difficult one. Uh, I may have to look up my recipe. There's like a salsa. There's well, there's so there's beans. Then there's the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Then there's the onions. Sometimes they do green onions too. Then there's cheese. Then there's sour cream taco mix. Then there's black olives. Avocado. That's six. Like cilantro and avocado and guacamole. Yes, yes. That's eight. It's it's Uh, a seven to nine. nine Nine-ish. It's seven to nine depending (laughs) on how much time you have. But Uh, I like it because it can last for hours. Do two kinds of cheeses get to nine. And it can be left out. You know, it's one of those things. That's a good one. I also like uh, a a white bean chili. A white bean chili. Yeah, you can do like a sort of a bean chili with yeah, something. Anything in a crock pot is good, right? I can have a crock pot, have it turned on. That's not. We also want to do because like I'm gonna have some of my friends over, maybe some sort of themed costume, but like really comfy, like almost like those onesies that are like the zip up onesies. Yeah, you know, easy. Not not the skeleton one because that one's just so like plain. But we were thinking maybe like Teletubbies or like something funny. Do you know what's interesting? And maybe this is not shocking. I'm more interested in the potluck part of it than the dressing up part of it. I mean, I I can see that. Not surprising, probably. Not surprising at all. Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs are on Thursday Night Football tonight against the Broncos. So does Taylor... I mean, the fact that we have to talk about them in L.A. Well... (laughs) I mean, you know, we're, pl- we're playing Taylor every few minutes. I I was reading that Haley Steinfeld went to go see her guy play in London. He yeah. plays in the NFL. Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, there was a 6 a.m. game. I mean, my fantasy football was going off. I was like, what is this? I was like, oh, there's a London game. Yeah. I mean, this international games throw me off a they little really bit. They really do Basketball, throw you football. off. Uh, okay, so between the flu and COVID and RSV, there's a lot of stuff going around. But having these in your home, it's your morning hack. But having these in your home can help because they actually kill airborne viruses. And they are plants. Plants. I remember when I first got my apartment here in Burbank that uh, my mom told me to get plants because they add an energy to to your home, you know? Not plastic ones, but like a a real, I think it was a fern, something really simple that I could get when I first moved here. Fern. That didn't need a lot of care. But researchers have found that plants produce hydrogen peroxide it helps rid the air of bacteria and viruses the same way we use hydrogen peroxide to disinfect. I feel like we Weird. have been less sick. We we have more plants in this house, and I feel like this works. Well, it's just the beginning of the season, so stay near your plants. <laughs> Smell plants, them every night. Plants can be the key. Today's quote. It's a Thursday. Someday you will look back and know exactly why it happened.
You didn't. You didn't really give me a. a re- Usually, you give me a reaction. Someday, you will look back and know exactly why it happened. I thought it was simple and and perfect. Yeah. Well, right. I can't give you a woohoo every day. Well, I want one. You, okay. Okay. Fair enough. I, I, put it on what, the remember, button bar. Remember, Mark was supposed to come in every single morning. Yeah, put it put it up in the little sound cage. Um, remember, Mark was going to come in every single day. And uh, cheer us on, cheer us on. Yeah, that hasn't happened. That didn't happen once. Mm. Not even one day. No, not even now. We're talking it about he's not even ingenuous. Well, so Mark, you don't feel it. Yeah, like you don't want Since to. When did you start caring about that? <laughs> I mean, come on. Wow. Right. Truth comes up. Great quote. Here we go. Let's get some headlines going this morning. Like, it's like I'm playing softball for the team. <laughs> like, I, I'm a son. I'm on the Sun softball team. Yeah. Um, all right, like, here we go. Tanya's got a new word for us. Uh, it's subfash. Yeah, subfash. Have you heard of it? I think I can understand it. It's after 7 o'clock you're going to tell us about it, but celebrities are doing it? Well, sub-fash. yeah. I made up the word, but I think it's going to catch on. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we compiled a list of the best French fries in L.A. You heard us talking about uh, tacos. Now it's going to be French fries, Ryan's Roses. First, Sisney with the headlines. Kiss FM headlines with Sisney. Well, Taylor Swift's Eras Tour film is hitting the big screen one day earlier than planned today. Yeah, she actually shared the news on Instagram yesterday, moments before her lavish world premiere for the film at the Grove, where she shut it down. We all saw that. You know, I was actually there last night, and she made it a point to go up and go into all the theaters and greet her fans in each theater before the film. The movie showcases Taylor's six-night concert series at SoFi Stadium, which happened in August. About 2,200 fans were invited to that private screening of the world premiere last night. The Dodgers have been eliminated from the postseason. Our boys in blue had lost to the Arizona Diamondbacks last night, 4-2. to two. It's the first time L.A. has been swept in a playoff series since 2006. Uh, but you know what? There was one big winner last night. For the third time in less than a year, a Powerball jackpot winning ticket worth more than a billion has been sold in Southern California, this time crowning a $1.73 billion winner in Fraser Park. Now, a single ticket matching all six numbers was sold at Midway Market and Liquor, according to the California Lottery. I'm sure it's going to be a minute before that person. On air with Ryan Seacrest. And now Tanya has a trending report about subliminal fashion. Yes. So I made this term up, but it's short for subliminal fashion. And it appears to be what's happening with Sophie Turner these days. So as we all know, she's in the middle of a very public divorce from Joe Jonas. And Joe, the Jonas Brothers have been on tour. So Joe has been able to kind of go out on stage. And he's not really saying much, but he can publicly share, say things. Sophie is not a performer. She's not going out on stage. So how she's doing it is she's using fashion. So the first choice was when she wore a smiley face t-shirt out to go shop. The paparazzi have been following her. She's being photographed a lot. And so to me, this was like a subliminal fashion statement with a happy face saying, I'm happy. I'm good. And so she's, is she in New York? Is that where they're taking these pictures? Yeah, these were in New York. So she's out on streets where paparazzi frequents. Correct. Got it. And then the second time that she showed some subfash was she was wearing a friendship bracelet, you know, kind of the the ones that everybody was wearing at the Taylor Swift shows. 
and it said fearless on it. So this is very layered because fearless obviously means fearless. And I think it means she's going to be fearless in this next chapter of her life. But also, if you remember in the fearless re-release that Taylor just released, there's Mr. Perfectly Fine was on that re-release mm-hmm. in the vault. And that was obviously about Joe Jonas. Mm-hmm. No, I. you're right. Subfash. Yeah. I mean, she's it's like sending messages through the Sub, sub, photos. sub. There's so yeah. many layers. I don't exactly know what she's trying to say, but I feel like I get the vibe. I mean, I don't know her well at all, but I know him better. Mm-hmm. But I loved my image of them. <laughs> so you just wish and hope that they can work it all out and they've got kids and everybody can be in a, a peaceful place. Yeah, but I think it's all good. It's a smiley face and a fearless. So it's kind of saying like, I am stepping into this new season of my life, happy and fearless. You know, it's funny is that that fearless uh, friendship bracelet. I opened up my toiletry bag a couple nights ago. I'm still using it from the iHeartRadio Music Festival packing. Oh my gosh, it's time to unpack. I know, but at the bottom of it (laughs) is a friendship bracelet. And you know what is, who's it is? Who's? In sync. I'm thinking now, if someone were to walk into my bathroom and see an in-sync friendship bracelet in the bottom of my toiletry bag, they might wonder, how'd that get there? How did it get there? Well, I retraced my steps. Lance Bass. <laughs> so it just says in-sync on it? Mm-hmm. Cute. Lance Bass gave it to me when we were introing whoever we introed together at the IR Radio Music Festival, and I put it on, and then that night at the hotel... I took it off and put it in my toiletry bag. Well, sure enough, it got to the bottom, and I just discovered it two nights ago. Well, you should throw it on and do some subfash. And I should also unpack my toiletry bag. You really yeah. should. It's time to unpack. I gave a nice quote of the day. Tanya didn't react, but I pulled some reactions just so, Tanya, if you don't want to react to something, I've got them standing by. Like, <laughs> So I've got that ready to go at any point. <laughs> any point in time. Oh, uh, is that the reaction yeah. you want for quotes? Well, I don't right. know. But sometimes, you know, when you get a stare, I just, I'll just play this. There you go. That, that's a good one for a quote. Right? Oh, that's wow. a pretty good one for a quote, yeah. How is it that we have in the archives all these reactions from Tanya, but we cannot find the day before your wedding? Cannot find that. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. Where was that from? I know. What, I'm like, what, what was Where so were funny? You? you sound like an, you're in a hallway. Who <laughs> <laughs> in the grand foyer? <laughs> Uh, so yesterday we were talking about the best tacos in LA and we mentioned, I wonder if there's a French fry list. Who doesn't like French fries? Everybody I know likes French fries. Now people uh, are very opinionated. Sisney, what's your favorite kind of fry? I can go back and forth. I do love sweet potato fries, but I just do love a crunchy, like very crispy on the outside, but just still like yum, almost like dewy, potatoey on the inside, obviously. Oh, you like them thick? Like like a... No, not like a steak fry. Not like that. I still want them like the perfect size. But I could eat... I could eat French fries with anything. Like, I'm the type of person that will go to lunch and order a salad and then like get a side of fries. (laughs) I like them with a fried egg. Yes. I like to dip them in the yolk. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So here's the list. The best fries in LA. You ready? Quick list. Fab hot dogs in Reseda. They've got them covered in uh, ranch and sriracha. Also, and shout out to all of these places that are making the most famous French fry list here in L.A. Kapoor's Akbar Indian Restaurant in downtown L.A. They do spicy fries topped with a runny egg. Okay, there you go. And it looks great. Uh, Mr. Fry's Man in Inglewood. 
has uh, hot garlic shrimp steak fries. I love. <laughs> I don't steak know what fry. that is, but sounds great. And mm. garlicky, you know, garlic soaks into the potato. Yes. That kind of flavor. I'm down with this. Best fries in L.A. Uh, Dirt Dog in Pasadena is on the list. They serve elote fries with corn, mayonnaise, chili powder, and lime. But they look, those fries, actually, I'm looking at a picture of them. You know when you see a mountain of nachos? Uh Uh-huh. This looks looks like that, a mountain of fries. I would never think to merge an elote with fries. Like corn Why would you be so close-minded? I just—I never even thought of the idea. I'm not close-minded. I just that idea never could, came. Well, to could me. you explain elote for everybody? Mm-hmm. An elote is like a classic, like corn on the cob, but then you mix it with like the mayo and like the cotija cheese and all of the sauce. Oh my gosh, it's delicious street corn. Well, Dirt Dog in Pasadena seems to be your spot then. Okay, best fries in LA. Congratulations to all of y'all. Let's get into Ryan's roses next, and I got a four pack to go see the Taylor movie in just a second. What do you think? <laughs> I love this show. What was so funny? 102.7 KISS FM. It's time for Ryan's Roses. And Ava has reached out to us. Ava, thanks for coming on. We're going to get right into it with you. You go on a trip to celebrate your anniversary. It was a few weeks ago. And you were getting ready for the dinner that night. And you noticed he wasn't there. Your husband wasn't there. Right? Right. So what did you do then? So, you know, I was I was getting ready, and I figured maybe he's out. So I finished getting ready, and he still wasn't there. So I wound up going into the lobby, and he was in the corner of it, just kind of talking in hush whispers. So I sort of, like, walked on over, thinking he would see me. And I overheard him say, I miss you. And I can't wait to get back. And he hung up, and then I asked him who it was, and he said it was Alan from work. Why does he miss Alan so much? Doesn't check out. I like, like, I said, did you just say I miss you to to Alan? And you know, he acted flustered and all confused. Like, no, of course not. I don't miss Alan. Maybe I said I miss that too, and just tried to play it off. Um, can I can I understand the picture you're painting here? He's in the corner. He's hunched over. He's on the phone. He's whispering to somebody. You think it's another woman? He's saying he misses that he misses. Yeah. Is, that, is that what's happening yeah. here? Yes. And ever since I called him out, I mean, he's been extra attentive. But I think he knows I'm suspicious. Right. Well, of course. I mean, he was like secretively having a conversation that you caught, and now everything's running through his mind. I guess. What about before this? How was he before you caught him? You know, he seemed fine. This was going to be for our marriage, our anniversary. So it seemed like all things were good. We were in good moods and good spirits. You know, my, my mom is taking care of her son. And I don't know. I just, this was kind of the first of it for me. Okay. We're into it. We're about to call Ava's husband. So just to bring you up to speed, if you just got here, and if you have to go, always mobile us. I heart radio up. Mobile yeah. us. Take us with you. Don't miss a thing ever. So we just found out that she's been married for a few years on their anniversary trip. She's getting ready for the dinner. He's not in the room. He's in the lobby. He's hunched over. He's saying, I miss you to somebody on the other end. She says, wait, who are you talking to? She walks up on him. Who are you talking to? And he says, oh, it's Alan from work. 
Well, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Why would he? Why would he leave to go to the lobby to whisper in the corner, "I miss you" to somebody if he wasn't hiding something? Exactly. Yeah. A coworker at that. Yeah. Well, then he's no. He said that he didn't say "I miss you." He said, "I, I must have missed that" or something. It had to do with work. But that mm. just doesn't. It doesn't add up. She's obviously suspicious, and so we're gonna call him now. Uh, Ava, I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call, and then your husband's name on Kiss FM. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call on Kiss FM. Be very quiet until we tell him he's on the air and see if we can find out. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Here we, here we go. Hello. Hi, is this Brent? Yeah, this is Brent. Hi, Brent. My name is Emily. I'm calling from Forest Blooms. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good, good. We're hey. new. We're new on uh, Foothill Boulevard inside the Marketplace Shopping Center. And since you're a resident in the area, we're offering a promotion that you can um, actually receive a free dozen Halloween-inspired roses. They're actually orange, and we'll send them to anybody that you'd like. They come in a black vase. It's a little Halloween promotion that we're doing this month, and they're absolutely free. I don't need a credit card. I don't need cash or anything like that from you. Just the name of the person and a note. We can send that out by lunchtime today. All right. Free... Free flowers. Is this some kind of scam or something? This is just a promotion that we do about once a month, and you've been selected today to receive them. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll take them. Great. What's the name of the person you want to send them to? Uh, I'd like to send it to my wife, uh, Ava. Okay. And what would you like to put on the card? Please put, uh, I love you with my whole heart. Uh, thanks. Thank you for all the, all the ways you've made me a better man. Okay. Brent, your voice is being broadcast on the radio, and we have your wife, Ava, on the line. Hi, honey. Can we ask you some oh, questions? Yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm on the radio. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. And your sure, wife is yeah, asked... you can answer questions. Okay, your wife has asked us to call you out of concern. She thinks that something's going on behind her back. Is there anything that she doesn't know about? Are you involved with somebody else that she doesn't know about? She has given us reason to believe that she's found you talking to someone else secretively behind her back. Uh, no. No, there's nothing she needs to know about. I mean, we we talked about that thing at the, at the hotel in San Francisco. It's just a misunderstanding. She just misheard me talking to a coworker of mine. That's all. Guy named Alan. So, Brent, she tells us that you were hunched over in the corner of the lobby and you whispered into the phone in a light tone, "I miss you." Why would you tell Alan that? Right, right, right. Like I told her, what I actually said was. I missed that too. What did you miss? What were we talking to him about? Just some work, just a typo. That's all. I mean, that's a, that's a, Alan had called me out on it. But Brent, you don't sound concerned it. that you that you you just don't sound concerned that your wife thinks you're cheating on her. That doesn't bother you. I'm not. I'm not. I just I, I don't just know. I don't understand so the reaction here. 
Your wife thinks that you're talking just, to another woman on your anniversary. I just think that, you know, I, I needed to make a phone call. Uh, no big deal. Uh, I got this call with about the flowers. You know, I, I knew I'm familiar with the radio. I know. So I kind of suspected I was being set up here, you know. So, guys, I we're didn't going to any of that stuff. You, you, you had a feeling this was us calling you to ask you about this on Ryan's Roses. Well, you know, because we are, I already talked about this with my wife, you know. Uh, I mean, she just mis- misheard me, that's all. Look, Ava, I don't know your husband, Brent, at all. You do. You will be the judge of whether or not he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are here at this place, and for me to hear his reaction to this kind of a concern, I'm concerned about why you're here. Like, there's a reason why we're here, whether it was Alan or not Alan. So, yeah, Ava, Brent, we're going to let you go. And thank you very much for coming. Brent, thank you for staying on the line. Ava, thank you for reaching out. Good luck to you. Good luck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah to me, his reaction is... I don't know. There's something wrong with his reaction for me. Ava and Brent were just on with us for Ryan's Roses. So from the get-go, Brent said to us that he kind of had a hunch it was Ryan's Roses, that he was on the air. So he came up with a very nice card, but he had zero heartfelt emotion or thoughtfulness in the way he was talking about his wife or the message in the card. Zero. Which gives me zero credibility for him like i don't anything he says i don't believe so the guy disappeared for like 20 minutes while she was getting ready on their anniversary night went into the hotel lobby was hunched over talking to somebody she walked up and heard him say i miss you he says no i said to alan my co-worker i missed it mm. this all sounds bad but the thing was for me the guy didn't react concerned at all that his wife thinks he's cheating on him right i mean if you're married and you're at a place where your wife thinks that of you and you're not doing it you are reacting in a way that it was not Brent. Yeah, exactly. Karina in Redondo Beach. And the thing is, even if he's didn't, I mean, if it was Alan or not Alan, he's not cheating on that night. The fact that they're there, here, being there, being here, being on Ryan's Roses, the fact that they're at that point and he doesn't recognize that they've got a problem or seem concerned at all is the problem. Yeah, six years into marriage. Karina, you're on with us in Redondo Beach. What did you hear? Um, so the first thing that stood out to me was the fact that he had to step away from the room to take the call. Like, why did he have to walk all the way to the lobby away from his wife if he's taking a work call, if it's just Alan? That's true. So that to me was very suspicious. Walk outside, get in the hall, but go to the lobby. Although I do, I will say I do pace when I talk. Like if you guys, if we have a work call, I do pace. Why do you guys do that? Michael paces too. I don't know. Robert I walk around. Too. You can't sit still. You can't just like sit down. Uh, no. It's strange. I think it provides. I noticed it during the energy. pandemic. I noticed it when we were all home. That he like, paced? All work calls. Karina, do you pace? Are you pacing? Uh, <laughs> I'm currently pacing a little bit as soon as I said that I stopped. <laughs> okay. Um, See? You're a pacer. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but I'm, I don't I'm know. Pacing. Just the steps so far all the way to the lobby. Like, yeah, pace in the room. Why do you have to pace so far no, away from your wife? The guy's mm-hmm. hiding something, and he had zero thoughtful concern for the fact that his wife thinks he's cheating. Yeah. Period. Done. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Karina, for listening to us in Redondo Beach. Thank you, guys. Okay, bye. Yeah, I pace. Is there an issue with that? Do you pace with your hands behind your back, with your phone in your hand? With my hands behind my back. How is that possible? Three hands? How is that possible? Uh, how, how many hands do I have in this scenario? Two. You just have two behind your back holding your phone. 
What? And how am I talking on my phone? Oh, like with like a little headphone. Um, so you have it's, your earbuds I in. I need some clarity in your I scenario. Mean, how are we supposed to read your mind? <laughs> I, Sorry. Just, so do okay. you have your earbuds in, plugged into your phone, and then and your hands behind back? your back? Yeah. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Why? Do you do that? No, Robbie does. No, I have the phone in my pocket, in my hand, or on a, on a table or something nearby that I pace with. No. He walks around like... Uh, like with his hands behind his back. So it's very polite looking. Yeah, it's very polite looking. It's very I interesting. Use, I, I don't always use my headphones because I find I talk so loud when I got my headphones in that I annoy people. Yeah, I can see that. So what do you do, speaker? No, I hold my phone up to my mm-hmm. ear like you would a phone call. Oh, yeah. interesting. And Michael I does pace. that too. And he uses his hands a lot. Just a lot of this all the way in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> like, Who is he talking uh, who, to? Is he landing an airplane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, they're offering a Bad Bunny class at LMU. Loyola Marymount University here. And I've got the professor of the Bad Bunny class on the line with us right now. I wish they offered these classes when we were in school. I mean, to go to a Bad Bunny class and get a credit for it. So I, would stay in, I would have stayed in college. <laughs> You're like, this is exactly what I want to do. This is what I was trying to say. <laughs> Nobody wanted to listen. Uh, let's get uh, Professor Vanessa Diaz on the line of LMU. Good morning, Professor Diaz. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well, thanks. Live from Puerto Rico right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, what can you tell us right now from Puerto Rico? Um, it's very hot, and everyone is eagerly awaiting the drop of Bad Bunny's new album. There's already people waiting outside of places, suspecting that he might do some of that. There's, it's, there's a lot of excitement. I here. bet. <laughs> so, I just, what is the class? If we signed up for the Bad Bunny class, how do you frame the lesson? So, Bad Bunny is really a hook to talk about bigger issues in Puerto Rico, just like his music is a hook to talk about Puerto Rico. We focus not just on Bad Bunny and his lyrics and how he is a groundbreaking artist in so many different ways, but we talk about the Puerto Rican debt crisis, political struggles, issues of gender, race, music history of Puerto Rico, so looking at the history of reggaeton. But obviously, Bad Bunny is also this critically important cultural figure. The way he represents for Puerto Rico, the way he represents for gender fluidity, the way he speaks out about LGBTQ rights and issues, it's, you know, he's reached unprecedented levels of fame for a Spanish language artist. And so we have to take that really seriously. I think it's interesting, this concept of using someone who's in the center of the zeitgeist and so popular in culture, uh, especially with mm-hmm. young people, as using that as a hook to talk about greater issues that are so important to all of us. I wonder why that didn't happen sooner. You know, it's a really uh, great point. I think we're at a moment where some people still think that this isn't serious scholarship, that this doesn't reserve, you know, that this doesn't deserve a university course. But what we see is that not only does it motivate young people to want to learn about these broader issues that the artists they love care about, but it's also that this is history happening in real time. You know, I'm a cultural anthropologist and I study the contemporary. We are documenting history as it happens. And so, you know, this is bigger than Bad Bunny or any of the other artists who kind of get these courses. He is doing 
major work shifting cultural practices. And so, you know, he's putting Puerto Rico on the map in a very important way. He's creating space for people, especially young people, to feel affirmed in their gender and sexual identities. And I think that, you know, we really have to understand that popular culture, media, you know, the work you do, this is really our cultural reality. And if we don't take it seriously, then we're missing some really important parts of our history as it happens. It's such a great idea, and I'm so happy you're doing it, and I love your enthusiasm. Thank this is you. Professor Vanessa Diaz at LMU teaching the Bad Bunny class. Uh, okay, so will you analyze the sketches he does on SNL this weekend? <laughs> I absolutely will be watching for a close analysis, and we will talk about that in class. I mean, we look at his lyrics closely. We look at any performance of Bad Bunny and put it in these broader contexts of kind of what he wants to talk about. Well, thank you. Yeah. Have fun in Puerto Rico. Thanks for coming on with us from there today. We really appreciate you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you so much. Nice to meet you, too. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. You, too. Bye. Just a little hook, right? Gets people to listen sometimes more to things that Exactly. Are Bigger issues. Bigger issues. All right, coming up. So that album's coming out when? Is it it comes out tonight at 9 p.m. So everybody's anticipating it. It's called Nadie Sabe Lo Que Va a Pasar Mañana. Nobody knows, what's, what, ah. nobody knows what will happen tomorrow. Tonight, but tomorrow. Tonight, <laughs> Well, tom- 9 p.m., like, midnight, basically. But yes, it drops technically Friday, October 13th, which is tomorrow. But you know gotcha. how it rolls. Right. When I looked at the notes for the show and saw that you had a report about quiet dumping, so many things crossed my mind. You know, I, the same thing happened to me when I first heard about this. <laughs> was like, uh, why are we dumping? talking about a potty break? What? You just do it really quietly? I'm so confused. Yeah. So that's not what it is. Not what you're thinking about. No. That's what not is it. quiet dumping and why are people doing it? So it's obviously, you're, is it, it's not ghosting. It's different than ghosting. I think it might be even worse than ghosting. So how does it, what Because do? it's manipulative. Okay. It's, um, it's gaslighting. It's, it's, it's a cross between quite quitting and ghosting. Do you remember we talked about quite quitting a few weeks ago, probably months ago at this point? Yeah. And it's when people only put the minimum amount of energy into their job when yeah. they're over it already because yeah. they're already looking for something new, but they're just like, yeah, I'll just be do the minimum anyways. And if I get fired, I get fired or I'll eventually quit or I just don't care. So is this people trying to get people to break up with them? Yeah. It's people just doing the minimum into, but now into the relationship. And so that the other person sees that there's like nothing there and they break up with them. They don't have to do the breaking up. Exactly. This could go on forever though. (laughs) It could go on on forever. No, well, it all depends on what your style of dumping is. Maybe this is your style. I mean, I don't know. I think that... No, Ryan seems very familiar with it. No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying I feel like the term maybe is new, but I do think that people have lost interest for decades in relationships and they just go quiet. It's a slow phasing out, right? So it's quiet. Yeah, it's quite quitting, but just in a relationship. But it's, it's a form of gaslighting because then you start making the other person feel like they're doing something wrong when in reality, they're not doing something wrong. It's you with the issue and you're the one that's not that doesn't have the you know wills to end the relationship tanya have you ever just gone sort of silent or less engaging in a relationship to get them to be turned on less or turned off can't say that i have i'm usually the dumpy the dumpy yeah you're the dumpy yeah the dumpy. you say can we have a chat oh 
Which no, sorry, me. the dumped. Dump. Oh, the, yeah, the dumped. Dump. Yeah. Oh, that, that is the dump e then, isn't it? No, the dumper to the dumpy. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I'm right. Because, uh, which reminds me, I don't know that. But she's saying she's me. not the dumper, therefore right. she you, is the one that's dumped. Yeah. You're saying you get dumped. Yes. Dumped is well, such an they, intense word. <laughs> I know, it's so sad. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, but, well, they're like, lost. we keep saying it over and over again. You really kind of just lost. fixate on it. Thank well, you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, we know the value that she provides. They're lost. Yeah. yeah. Bet, you weren't the I right. Bet, I, what do way, you say? Wait, you weren't the right wait, sock for them? Right. I wasn't the right sock for their foot. Let me tell you something. They're listening. Some of them are listening right now, mm-hmm. hearing about the success that you were having with Robbie. Thinking, ah, she's the one that got away. Right. She's the sock that got away. She's the I do one believe, that got away. I do believe that, actually. Yep. And I think I know one of the few, specifically, that's saying that. Now, why you got to go and put some nonsense in her head like that? Well, look at her face. Like, you see? You, she's all lit up. Now she wants to know who. And now she's going to go and, like, search old Instagrams. And for no reason. She's who do you in, think it is? She's engaged bliss right now. And now you're, okay, okay, you're right. We don't need to right. go down a rabbit hey, hole. Hey, this all stays here. It doesn't stay yeah, here. This all stays here. This is a microphone. Yeah, but they're not listening yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the point of this is yeah. let this be a PSA. And so if you're in a relationship like this, maybe it's time to evaluate it. And Fair point. That's all. That's all, all I'm right. trying to say. I hear you. I'm going to play Password right now for Jingle Ball tickets presented by Capital One. It is sold out. But let me grab Amanda to try and 102.7. That's where we work. Amanda, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm Good. I'm very happy to be sitting here meeting you about to play Password to get you these sold-out Jingle Ball tickets. Okay, fun, fun. So it's called Password. It's very, very simple. Uh, It is going to work like this. Those of us in the room here, and of course you guys listening, will all know the password, but you, Amanda, will not. Our job is to get you to say the password, but we can only give you these one-word clues, Okay. Okay. So I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get the password, and then uh, we'll start playing. Now, the good news is I think we'll go until you win, unless it goes really long. But here we go. Stand by. Guys, so it's going to be time to see to me. Okay. Now, Mark, what is the password? The password is lottery. Okay, great. Let's go back to Amanda now. Okay, Amanda, we're going to give you one-word clues. We're going to go around with uh, Sisney, Tanya, myself, and Tubbs and see if you can okay. get the password. Okay, here we go. Sisney, one word. Money. Money. I'm going to say... Uh, you can also say next clue. Next clue. Tanya. Jackpot. Lottery? Lottery? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. yes I was going to say Powerball. Oh, oh well. Tom, what were you going to say? Contest. 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 <laughs> Glad you were last. All right, Samantha, congratulations. You are going to our sold-out Jingle Ball presented by Capital One. Amanda! All right, Samantha, hang on. Wait, can we play one more round? I'll, I'll take my headphones out. You guys do okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. 
I'll come back. All right. So okay. I'm taking my headphones out now so you can speak and I'm going to go. And we'll do here. this when we're ready I'm for gonna you. Go we'll give you th- I'm going to go over here. Ah, okay. Okay. Covering, covering. Okay. Take them out. Okay. And. Okay. The password is karaoke. Okay. Here we go. I am back. I didn't hear anything. Okay. And let me get these. Sissini. Sing. American Idol. No, well, you, could, you could, don't. don't I'm shake sorry. Your I meant like I meant no, but like you're kind of on the right track. All right, uh, Tanya. Um, carpool. Karaoke. Yes. <laughs> wow, you're good. That's good. Yeah. Don't shake your head, Ryan. I'm. Just, I'm Look at him basking in his glory. Yeah. It's the only game I've learned how to play. Like a full grin. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's going to do it for us, y'all. Thanks for listening to us. If you're here tomorrow, we'd love for you to join us. Uh, I got a morning hack. If you're having an upcoming job interview, uh, experts say incorporating these phrases into the conversation make people think you're really smart. I'll take all the help I can get. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, Paul Russell going to join us. That's Yay! right. Guy behind Lil Boo Thang. You're my little boot thing. Of course, more of the Taylor movie tickets. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.